got a sermon today, but I wanted to, uh, to spend some time talking through a few things. Um, I wanted to bring some clarity as well to uh, some things that happened in worship. Um, while I was in worship, I saw this horn of oil being broken open. Um, and I saw there was a, a horns of oil were, were used in, um, in Levitical use to be able to anoint um, uh, priests. And, uh, and I saw this uh, horn of oil being broken open over this church. Um, but the, in, in a horn, there's only so much contained within it, right? Um, you can only put so much in that. But what I saw as the, the horn was being broken open, um, I saw a continuous stream of oil being released. And here's what I believe that, that God is speaking to, to that. I believe that there is a release of, of a move that he is bringing uh, in this community. There is a release and an anointing from heaven that is being poured out. Um, I feel the, um, the, the shift in, even in this morning, that there is something that is radically being delivered to, to this area, to this region, that God is going to release for future generations to be a part of. Um, there, is a, there is a fire of God, there is an anointing of God that is being released, and I saw it as an outpour that was being released, but I also saw, hey, thanks, you're wearing my shirt. Um, I, also saw that, <laughs> um, I, I also saw that there was a continuous stream of oil that was going to continue to come out of that, and so it's not just for a time, it's not just for a season, but it is something that will continue on. It is something that will earmark generations to come. It is going to be something that God is going to release in this area through his people, and you are his people, and he has called you to partner with not only his word, but the power of heaven, that he has called you to be demonstrators of his kingdom, to be ambassadors, to be able to release what God is doing, and I believe in each and every person here, please put out your hands. I believe that there is a release that is coming upon you right even now, that the, the anointing of God is being released, that there is a horn in heaven, uh, a horn of oil in heaven that is being broken open, broken over you, and that the, uh, the anointing of God is coming upon your life for miracles, for signs, for wonders, for business, for innovation, for marketing, uh, for the release of, of governmental systems and, and social change. I bless you now in the name of Jesus that there is a, a radical move of God that is coming upon your life and that is activating now now even as i declare this word there is something that is living being deposited inside of you that will grow and activate there is nothing that can hold this back but it is the release of god that is going to continually pursue this area until revival comes till jesus is made famous and i believe that the lord is releasing this in this hour now in jesus name <laughs> um May. Hi. Would you stand with me? Um, I wanted to ask you, um, do you do anything with jewelry? I, I, I wear it. That's about it. I saw that there was a great gift of, um, of creativity that was over your life. Um, I saw that God has placed a lot of creativity around you. Um, the reason why I ask you, uh, if you if you had any creativity or, or any connection with jewelry is I saw a couple of words um, that contain jewelry, so I wanted to, to just kind of bring them up with you. Um, one of the first ones that I saw was I saw that you were beating a necklace, and I saw these wooden beads uh, in a necklace, and I saw you beating through this necklace, and I saw what each individual, one of those beads are the experiences of life 
life that you've gone through, and you've been through a lot of life. You've been through a lot of experiences. You've seen a lot of testing, a lot of trials, a lot of fires. But I saw that you, that God was shifting something so radically in you during this season, that he was shifting you so powerfully, and that you were going to um, now be able to release other people um, from those, those areas of, of, of affliction, of those areas that of, of hardship, that you were going to bring them into freedom, that there was going to be such a transformation that was going to come out through you. Um, what I saw is I saw you actually running through a path and stomping out fires um, so that there was going to be fires that were activated in people's lives, problems that were happening to them. I really believe that there's a gift of counseling that is upon your life and that the Lord has just released um, even yeah. in a greater anointing upon you uh, for being able to, to navigate those situations with individuals. Um, I also saw that the, the father was going to, um, and this is, this is why the other, the other jewelry picture, um, but I saw you um, working with people within drugs and alcohol. Um, I saw that you were, you were willing to go where no one else was willing to go. I saw you were, you were able to go into bars, into, into clubs, and other things like that, and you were going to be, be able to release people from uh, drug addictions and alcohol. And, and I just really believe that, that God is bringing transformational change and empowering through you. Um, the, the last picture that I saw was um, I saw you taking um, like a skull ring uh, off of somebody's hand. And, and what that speaks to me um, is there was uh, individuals, I saw that, that God was even going to bring you into the areas of the occult, and that you were going to release people um, from that, um, that uh, uh, covenant that they had, that you were going to come in with, with power in the spirit, and that you were going to break that covenant, um, that you were going to break up. I just saw like covens and other things like that, that God has really given you a lot of power over the occult and that he has called you um, powerful. And I just see the sword of the spirit all over you, that you have such a gift and an ability to be able to walk into the areas of darkness and bring the greatest light, to bring the greatest light. And I see you, um, I see there's a huge gift of evangelism upon you, but I believe that there's even going to be a greater anointing coming upon you. Um, I, I even saw like, like Billy Graham's anointing that was going to come upon you. There's an evangelistic anointing but I saw that there was going to come with such ease because there's an incredible magnetism that's inside of you that people are going to be drawn to you and that they are going to, just in, in normal conversation, they're going to ask you, what is it? What do I have to do to be saved? And I just saw that, that there was going to be so much people that were drawn to you. Um, but I saw you, I saw you coming into to so many different areas and I just, I want to bless you because I just see you um, uh, dressed in the royalty that God has for you. And I really believe that he's created a powerful position um, and an awareness in your spirit for the things that are happening in this day and age and this hour. And so I bless you for what is going to be released through you is going to shake and change and, and cast out every shadow. Hi, Grace and Andrew. Hey, can you stand with me? Um, yeah, if you, uh, sorry, if I, I should have given a precursor here. I kind of just jumped into words, but if you, if you have a recording device, um, or if you're near somebody that has a recording device, go ahead and put it on for them. Um, I saw the gift in the ministry of finance over the two of you. Um, I know that you have a, an inclination towards that, but I believe that the Lord is releasing a, a deeper level of finance for the two of you. I saw that you were going to really change the system of finance in this world, um, that he has called you and, and qualified you to be able to, to speak with people of, of high leadership and influence, that he has called you into audiences of people that were going to really change the way that finance is, is done within this world because of the heart that you two have, not only for God, but for people as well, that I saw that, that the Lord was going to release 
release a gift inside of you for, um, for, from everything from, from home loans to personal debts that you are going to be able to see and, and the Lord is releasing strategy and a download upon you that there's going to be a, a release and a strategy um, for, for canceling people's debts um, and, and moving them into financial freedom. Um, I believe that there is like even um, kind of like, like a, a, a different anointing, but there is like a Dave Ramsey that is upon both of you to that level and that high of an influence that the Lord has really called you to be in the audience of, of kings and queens, that he has really called you into, um, into high levels of influence to be able to release people into a greater freedom. Um, and so I just bless you as the fire of God is upon you um, and, and that he has anointed you for this, for this hour. Um, I, I believe that God is, is releasing something powerfully. So can we just extend our hands towards them and pray? So Father, I just thank you for the release right now of, of your gift of finance. Lord, I thank you for the ministry of finance right now. I thank you, Father, that, that they will have such an influence in the area of business and marketing. Lord, I thank you for the, for the fire that is upon their life. And Lord, I just release now in the name of the Holy Spirit that there would just be an impartation of your grace into a deeper level, Jesus. More of you. Increase. 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 Breakthrough. I just declare the, the word of breakthrough Jesus. over the two of you, Jesus. that you're going to be able to release breakthrough in people's lives, things Jesus. that have held them back for so long, because that's what, that's, what that's what debt does, is it holds people back from the freedom that God asked us to, uh, to walk in, provided us a way um, that he is our provider, and so I just speak and release over you that there is, you are going to see a testimony of God, the provider, um, over the two of you in your life, that you are going to see a release of heaven, um, and that you are going to be able to minister in that anointing to other people and to release them in a greater level and out of your testimony as well that will speak to them and so i bless you with resources i bless you with materials i believe that god is going to um you know re uh, th i saw like media that was going to open up for you in this area to be able to share these these things and so i just bless you um as as you walk into this yeah thank you so much Woo. thank you jesus that was fun. <laughs> I love God. Wow. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Let's just take another second to drink, can we? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for what you're releasing here right now. For what you're speaking into people's lives. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Father, that I thank you that you're reestablishing connection this morning. That you're reestablishing and showing who you are, God. That I thank you that, that your words are being known here this morning and that your presence is being experienced. Jesus, I love you. I love you so much for each and every heart here, that they would just feel so plugged in and connected to you right now. They would just feel so loved by you. In Jesus' name, amen. We've all been there with prayer. The, uh, it's been a little too long. The, I really need you right now. We have these different situations in our life um, where we have, you know, we, we call prayer, um, really what prayer is, is, is communion with God, right? Is, is relationship with God, how we talk back and forth to God. 
We just, we just put that term of prayer onto it. And I believe that God wants to release something this morning in the area of prayer and how we relate to him. And I believe that he wants to, to really reestablish um, connection and communion um, between him and you, and that God is going to really bridge uh, some areas. And I, I really feel like even that you're going to receive some breakthrough um, in the areas that you feel that, that you haven't received breakthrough in. Um, because I believe that God wants to come in and speak to those areas and speak into the blockages of why we're not accessing the level of our destiny, the level of our freedom, the level of our purpose that he has called us and designed us for. Because he has a calling upon your life. He has a destiny upon your life. He has plans for you. I have plans for you. I have purposes for you. Thank you. And we want to connect with those things, but sometimes we get into a place of, of believing that, God, I, I just, I don't have your words on this. I don't, I don't know what to do in this place. And I want to, to activate his voice in you this morning because I believe that God is going to, to really open up and break free. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And so when we allow God into the areas of our lives that, that we feel like we have blockages, I, I love just bringing new areas of my heart where I almost feel offended to him. Because I, I love bringing those areas of my heart and saying, God, I want you to speak into this. Because what I have right now, I'm not feeling connected to you on, or I, I feel like I'm not moving forward in my destiny, and so I want to walk into the fullness of what you've called for me to. And so I want to speak into some of those areas, and I believe that Jesus even, even kind of gave us a bit of a model um, of our communion and, and connection with him uh, in the Lord's Prayer. And so I want to talk about prayer, I want to talk about connection this morning, um, but I, I want to say this, it's, it's the very heart of God to meet us in the places of offense. It's the very heart of God to meet us in the place um, of, of connection. And, and he meets us in those places and elevates us to a new level. Yeah. You trust me to go there? Yeah. Let's go. John three sixteen uh, through 17, it said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. The one there that's kind of less quoted is the John 17. You know, John 3.16 gets put on the, on the bottom of your cookout cups. But, uh, but <laughs> uh, John 17 is the one that, that uh, I, I really love here, and I think it's a theme of this morning. Indeed, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. <laughs> we have something in Jesus um, he came, that he came to give us, right? Jesus came so that, that, the, that the Son of God became a Son of Man, so that the sons of men could become the sons of God. Amen. We are elevated to a position in relationship with Him. He came to give us the greatest. Salvation wasn't enough. Salvation wasn't enough. Eternity wasn't enough. He wanted us at the right hand of the Father, co-heirs with Him in Christ co-heirs with him, that we were to live in the inheritance, the abundance, the joy of what he experiences with the Father and the Holy Spirit at the same time, that we're to have that right now and for eternity. So wherever you are with God, 
I want you to know it's his priority to, to transform those areas of your heart and bring you into the fullness of connection and communion with him. And it's for your benefit. It's for your blessing. And that's why I love being able to approach the hard things with God. Um, so many times if I, if I had a, an area of my life where I screwed up or I was having a, a, a problem, I'd run away from God and try to deal with it on my own. As I've matured as a Christian, I've learned to, in those times where I, where I have a heartache or pain or I'm struggling with something, to run into God and to receive his wisdom and his strategy on it. Because what God is releasing is really powerful, and he wants to be able to, to partner with us in this life, and that we have the ability to be able to be with him. So the disciples go to Jesus and they say, teach us to pray. We want a prayer. I'm going to be pulling from Matthew 6 as well as Luke 11 um, in this. But what they said is they came up to Jesus and they said, teach us to pray like John taught his disciples to pray. They wanted like, I want a format. I want a, like, I want a liturgical prayer that I can pray, something that I can go through and that I can, I can just pray. I can hit the highlights and this will access me up. But I, I, I think that Jesus, in the way that he responds to them, he does give them a prayer. And it was, it was uh, culturally relevant at that time for, for rabbis to give their disciples a, a prayer to pray. But I believe in the, in the way that Jesus speaks this, there's something that's so powerful about our connection with God that in, even in each stanza, there's something that I believe that he wants to meet us with and encounter us on. And so many of us have learned this prayer, the Lord's Prayer. We, we, uh, it's labeled the Lord's Prayer, which is funny because in the end of it, there's actually the confession of sin. So we know that it's not his prayer, um, but it's, it's for us, is that we get to, um, we get to enter into him uh, through this. And so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak this one kind of out, of out of Matthew 6, but pray this way, Jesus said, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Another version of this is forgive us the wrongs that we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. And do not bring us into a time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. Or rescue us every time that we face tribulation. And so I'm going to break this prayer down. And I want to start with our Father. And for some of us, even in that approach, it's so steep. It's so steep. Our Father. To call God Father. Jesus was, was, was saying Abba in this instance. Abba, Father. And to call God Father in that place is, is really only accessed through Jesus and what he came to give us. As I said before, the, the, the Son of God became the Son of Men so that the sons of men could become the sons of God. So that we could be, be brought in to the inheritance that he has to be called sons and daughters of God. But a lot of times it's steep for us because of the representation that we've seen played out in our own lives. We have a lot of times our approach to God uh, can be a hard place because of the relationships that we've had, whether that's been from a parental figure or, or a mentor or somebody like that. 
but God really wants us to be able to approach him and see him as father. That Jesus came to reveal the father in everything that he did. I only do what I see my father doing. I'll touch a little bit more on that in just a moment. The next stand is, hallowed be your name, or holy is your name. There is a power and an invocation when we speak the name of God. There is a power that is released that, that when we declare his name, that we testify of who he is in the nature of God. Many of us don't just spout off names of God, but we, we say the name of God, and I say Father because I've had an experience and encounter with him as my Father. I know him as my Father. I know him as my provider. I know him, Jehovah Rapha, as my healer. I know him as my healer. And so when we speak his name, and there was something that was so powerful, even as Jesus was telling them to invocate the name of God outside of the temple, pre-cross, because now there was, a, there was a whole temple system that was completely dedicated around worship. But what he was revealing to them, uh, it was actually when the Pharisees came over to, to him and, and uh, he asked why they weren't fasting uh, on the Sabbath. And, and he was able to say, you know, why would you fast when the bridegroom is with you? He has brought us to, and, and it's, it says it in Revelations, I can't quote the verse at the moment, but, but don't you know that you are the temple of God? That he changed the whole temple system. Like when, the, when, when Christ was crucified, that, that, um, that thank you, <laughs> that veil was torn, separating us from the, from the outer courts to the inner courts, to, to, the, to the secret place, that we have access to him, that that veil was broken, that veil was torn, and we are birthed into, rebirthed into new life. We are born again into a relationship that he has communion and connection with us all the time. And so I, I want to say, say this about, about communion and about the names of God. I want to say that your testimony is powerful. How you have encountered God is powerful. And even the time that you spend in his presence, you are acquiring testimony. As you spend time with him in communion, you, you, you learn about who he is. You learn about aspects of his nature. I love this. Uh, one of the first things that, that God ever said to me was um, he revealed to me who he was and, and who he was going to be in my life. And it was the first time that I ever heard that big booming voice of God. And he said this, I am God and I keep my promises. I am God and I keep my promises. And so you can see the natural progression of my life, even into the prophetic, that I've, I've known God as the promise-keeping God. That he doesn't say words without intention. But actually, his words don't return to him void. But they actually go until it accomplishes the goal that it's there to do. We, God has purposes and plans and destiny for your life. But I believe that and I, and I don't want you to feel that you've ever missed the mark in that. I really don't. Because I believe that he has, he has plans for you. He has a purpose for you. That, that in the direction that you're taken, there, there are multiple ways to his end goal. 
that he loves to be with you on the journey. And that's the best place is to invite him into that place and just say, God, I want to be with you on this journey. Show me which way to go. So that we can, we can invite him into the direction um, of our purpose and we can listen to, and we, we had a, uh, David spoke about this yesterday, um, but we have an opportunity to engage the brilliance of God. I know God as creator, and I can engage him as creator. I know that he has, he has plans, he has strategy, he has wisdom, he has this counsel that is above me. His ways are higher than my ways, and I can take, take that, I can pull on that, I can lean in close to that. And when I'm in a circumstance, I can lean into God and say, God, what is it that you have for this situation right now, for my circumstance? And I love it that God always provides direction. He always provides direction. Whether we hear him or not, he provides direction. And he does want to speak to you and guide you. One of the things that I do in my life is I have this running conversation with him all the time. And that's how I pray. That's my prayer life. Is I have this running conversation with him. Every one of my thoughts, I'm filtering through my communion with God. You guys okay? (laughs) Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. I mentioned before that when Jesus sat down at the right hand of the Father, where did you sit down? At the right hand of the Father. That you are actually beyond human. Do you know that? You're actually in two places at once right now. Two places at once in the oneness of the Godhead. That the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead now rests and lives upon you. Isn't that so exciting? So you have an ability to be able to operate out of that relationship. And so you can, you can then, from that model, feel empowered that when you walk into every situation and scenario, as I said before, you're releasing strategy, but you're releasing heaven to earth. You're releasing a greater wisdom. You're releasing a greater reality. You're releasing the empowerment of Christ in you, through you, to the world around you, and what his word is living. When you declare the word of God, when you receive strategy, when he tells you to do something, you're releasing his living word out through you. Jesus said that, uh, that they will know you're my disciples by your love. So when we demonstrate the kingdom, if we receive from him and we demonstrate that on earth, that is the, that is the, the release of the word of God in our lives. And that word is living. And that word continues, as I said, and it doesn't return to him void until it's come for the absolute harvest of what it's received. I love spending time in declarative prayers. My whole prayer life has shifted in the power of declaration. Our perspective and position is important. When we understand where we are seated, what we are here for, it changes everything. You know, are you petitioning a God that you are distant from, or are you an ambassador of the kingdom? 
ambassadors are called to represent a land of where they came from. You are an ambassador of the kingdom. In every action that you do, you are an ambassador of the kingdom. And that's why it's so important for us to rely and, and, and lean into God for strategy and wisdom in our lives. Because it's, it's uh, Jesus, when he said, I give a new, a new command I give to you, um, he said, of the love that I have given you, love others. And it's this place of, of reception. And it's okay for us to spend time in communion with God and receive from him to be able to give out to those around us. It's not selfish. Because when we spend time in his presence, as I said before, we're cultivating a testimony of who he is and we what? Overcome by what? The blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Our testimony is who we know God to be and what he has accomplished and done in our life. So when we spend time in our presence, we're releasing that power into, into our life. Understanding where we are and we're seated in heavenly places, this is what I'm releasing here this morning. Out of the strategy, the time that I've spent with him, the word that he's releasing into you right now is shifting and taking place. That there are going to be new things that you walk out of here today with an empower that you, you didn't have before because he's releasing new life upon you. Yes. <laughs> Y'all are good. I like you. I like you. Wow. So we manifest the kingdom in the lives of in our life, but also in the lives of others. And every purpose um, that, is, that is released in heaven is now fulfilled on earth through you. Yeah. Every purpose that he has purposed and planned that you receive is now being fulfilled out through you. Give us this day our daily bread. I acknowledge God as, as my provider. I, I know him as my provider. I've seen him come through for me on so many occasions. But I also believe that, that in the terms of prayer and communion with God, we see another interpretation of what Jesus was talking about when he said bread. Jesus being tempted in, uh, in, the, in the desert. Bless you. Um, being tempted in the desert. Uh, said that man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And there's something that is so life-giving. There's a sustenance that we receive when we spend time in God's presence that's even over what we receive from food. And so it, that's why it's so integral that we spend time with God in his presence to receive that, to be able to, to walk out into our daily lives to, um, to, to be able to operate in what he's called us to. Let me say this. And, and, and I told you a little bit about my prayer model, the fact that I have a running conversation with him all the time, and there's, there's no conversation that he can't speak into. Um, oftentimes, I, I, can't, I can't tell a single parent, you know, working two jobs, that they've got to spend six hours in their prayer closet. Bless you if you can. But, but I, I can't. You know, I can't justify to tell somebody that, that you aren't living your full spiritual life if you aren't spending six hours in study and prayer closed up away from your entire family. I believe that God put us in families. I believe that he designed us in families. And that's actually, as I said before, the demonstration of your love. You raise up, you train your child in the way that it should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. 
And so when we're demonstrating the kingdom, when we're actually spending time in God's presence with our family, they get to see the example of how that's played so that when they are old, they will not depart from that. But they actually receive an impartation and they receive a model. They receive a format to say, God, this is how I want to spend time with you just the way that my mom did, just the way that my dad did. I saw the way that she operated out of these scenarios and and stepped out in faith when she didn't have anything. I'm going to trust you because I saw her trust you. So we develop this connection with God. And out of this place comes the fruitfulness. Intimacy produces multiplication. When we spend time in his presence, this is how the growth of our life happens. Like, when we spend time in his presence, an intimacy we bear fruit. And just a, a, a human way, a human of understanding, as if two come together, they produce fruit. That you are going to have spiritual children, that you are going to make spiritual investments by your intimacy and the multiplication that comes out of that with God. Forgive us as we forgive others. We can, as I mentioned before, often hold on to anger or offense in our heart. And that can cause us to be blinded to the wisdom on the other side of forgiveness. Post-resurrection, we know that Christ has forgiven us of our sins and that we receive forgiveness. Oftentimes, we need to just apply and remember that we've been given that gift of forgiveness. That it is, in fact, a gift. Because a lot of times, we believe and hold somebody to the fact that they owe us. You owe me. What you've done to me, you owe me. But we've seen the demonstration in Christ that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us and brought us into this relationship and released us of the debt that we owed. And so we have the opportunity to be able to release forgiveness to those around us. I love that even uh, pre-cross, that, uh, that Jesus came to his disciples um, and, uh, and was healing people. He, he, he gave them, he imparted the power on them to be able to, to drive out evil spirits, to heal the sick, all that other stuff. But he also came to them and he said, um, I want you to, to be able to, um, uh, he gave them the admission of being able to release people from their sins. These weren't like trained Levitical priests in this day. I told you there was a temple system but he came to them and he said, uh, I want you to be able to, to release forgiveness or release the forgiveness of sins. And I think that's really powerful. Um, and Jesus, while he was uh, healing, healing, um, healing the sick, Pharisees came to him and said, he said, you know, you're, go, your sins are forgiven. And, and they asked him, How, who is this to be able to release people from sin or, for, or forgiveness? Sorry. Um, and he, and he said that it's, it's by, <sighs> a lot, what, you, thank you, which, which is easier, to, to, to heal this person or forgive them of their sins? 
And, and a lot of times there, there is connection that even ha- happens on an, like an atomic level on, 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 in our anatomy that when we harbor and hold offense to people, there is chemicals that are released in our brain um, that, that, that start to kill us. And so it's for your blessing, for your benefit, that we can release forgiveness to those that are around us. And that also gives us the ability to, to hear God in a different way. When we start to see people the way that he sees them, not through the filter of our offense. Not through the filter of our offense or the debt that they owe us, but I'm actually seeing them through the gift of forgiveness. I forgive you. I release you. You owe me nothing. Because of the gift that I've received. And that's what makes us a, a demonstrator of the kingdom, is that we have the ability to be able to release forgiveness. <laughs> I've said it a few times already, but John 13, 34 through 35, Jesus said, a new command I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. And that you also love one another. I'm sorry, just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. And by this, people will know that you are my disciples. So a new commandment and a new covenant demonstrated by its mediator who rescues us and reconciles humanity victoriously and ushers us into the fullness of relationship that he came from. The Son of God became the Son of Man so that the sons of men could become the sons of God. It's through this gift of forgiveness, through this pipeline of love that we receive and walk into the fullness that he's given to us and that we get to demonstrate that to the world around us and so that they can receive that same gift. So we evangelize when we demonstrate forgiveness, when we demonstrate love, when we, when we bring heaven to earth, when we heal sicknesses, because we're releasing a, a gift from a heavenly realm to an, an earthly reality. The reception and demonstration of love is how we will advance his kingdom. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Do it through love. Let them see the love of God that is on you. And do not bring us into trial, but deliver us from evil. Or we we know that God doesn't tempt us. James says that God doesn't tempt us. Um, So we know that he provides for us a way of escape. Anytime that we get into a situation, trial, a circumstance, that he provides a way for us to walk through it with, with overcoming and conquering power. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way so that you can endure it or that you can escape. In him is the nature of who he is. God is love. God is kind. The freedom that he releases is something that I know about his nature. So when I spend time in his presence, it actually provides for me a way to, to walk in conquering power through the things that he has released to me. That I can walk in a greater freedom, that I can walk into that release around me so that I can, I can show the world what his kingdom is like. 
So I want us to, to walk through something right now because I believe that there is an open invitation from his heart to take some of those things that have created blockages in our heart or things that we have, um, we, we feel that we may be holding on to. And I want us to be able to just take a moment and I want us to offer those things to God. God, I want to speak. I want you to speak into the relationship that I have with my parents. I want you to speak into and redeem. Not even just speak into, but it's, but it's to redeem that, that situation. As I mentioned, I opened up with the reconciliation of God that he is dedicated to, the restoration that he is dedicated to you, the blessing, the benefit, the plans I have for you are good. That also equates over to the fact of the relationships that you have in your life that he wants to bring restoration and life into. And so if we have something that's in our heart or holding something against someone else, we want to invite him into that situation. So can we all stand real quick? Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Jesus. So I want you to just ask him if we can. Wow. I want you to just tune into his, his presence you need to open your hands, if you need to just take a deep breath and let his words just start speaking over you. And I want you to just into this invitation, just ask him, God, is there any area of my life that you want to speak into right now? Is there an area of my heart that you want to speak into right now? I trust you, and I open my heart to you to speak into this area of my heart. And Father, I thank you for the freedom that you are going to bring to me in this. I receive your freedom now. In Jesus' name. And this may be a person, this may be a situation, this may be a scenario. But I believe that God wants to come in and bring reconciliation. If you need to do business with God and, the, and the, the connection and the relationship that you've had, if you want to, I believe that there's an invitation to bring us deeper into that place of communion with him. Wow. But I want us first to just lay anything out at his feet. And just say, God, these are, these are some situations in my life. These are things that I have in my life, and I lay them down now at your feet. And if you, need to, if you need to release forgiveness, I want you to just direct that forgiveness at that individual that you know that you need to release forgiveness for. Mom, dad, sister, brother, coworker, boss. I forgive you. The debt you owe me, you no longer owe me because of what Jesus has done. I forgive you. I release you. You owe me nothing. 
And God, I receive your freedom and healing now. I receive your healing and freedom now. And I believe God, even all throughout the room, is just releasing strategy. I believe that God, all throughout the room, is releasing empowering into these places. That, that as we open our hearts to the, to the things of God, to the areas or the blockages that we've had with him, that he will release a new freedom, a new understanding. Wow. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And I want us just to just pray this. Father, I receive all your love that you have for me. I receive every good gift, every purpose and plan, every strategy and wisdom. Speak to me now. For thine is the, the kingdom, the power, the kingdom, and the glory forever. <laughs> I believe that God is, is releasing something upon us. And I believe that there is a power that has is, that is so captivated him that when we release forgiveness to the world around us, that when we offer ourselves up to demonstrate the love of God to the world around us, that there is something that is being so powerfully released in this room. So Father, I just thank you for what heaven is releasing right now into each and every one of these lives. Father, I just ask you and thank you for the restoration into every single one of their families and households, for their workspaces. Father, that there would just be such transformational energy that has come over them, that the God, that they have the ability to be able to affect the world around them. Lord, I thank you that they are co-heirs with you in Christ they are ambassadors of heaven and that you have the power to be able to release uh, uh, every type of, uh, of gift that you have to your kids, that you have the ability to be able to release the love of God on a greater level through them. Lord, I thank you for their partnership with the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, I engage you right now. And I ask that you would just fill every single person in here afresh with your presence that your love would just fill them so fully and so completely right now. For those that are watching over the broadcast, I bless you to have encounters with God. I bless every person in this room to have rich encounters with God and out of that secret place with him that you would transform your world around you. That there would just be the gift of God that he has placed inside of you, shared with the world around you. And I believe that this gift that we have is going to go on for generations. I believe this gift that he is releasing to us right now is going to go for generations. <laughs> for thine is the kingdom, the glory, the power forever. So be it. Amen. Amen. <laughs>